Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Corral, and I'm here today to give you a word from the Lord because you are so precious to God. But first, before we begin today's teaching, I want to welcome you. And also for those of you that are joining us for the first time, I want to invite you to go to our website at mydayofdestiny.com. There you can see and hear all of our podcasts. You can select any podcast you choose and listen to it and add to your spiritual curriculum and add to your library and experience the wealth of wisdom that God wants to give you for your ministry, for your destiny, for your place, for your position. Now, beloved saints, let's go to the Word of God. Welcome to our program today, The Prophetic Word. I'm Dr. Michelle Corral, and I want to invite you to a very special prophetic time with us, hearing God's Word and being able to have a heart-to-heart talk here on this program. Before we begin, before we go live into the service, I want to tell you what's on my heart because the Spirit of God has been laying upon my heart the battle that is raging in the body of Christ. So many of God's precious children have come into a new phase of the battle and we do not know how to fight this battle. But today I'm going to share with you that God has fully equipped us to wage war and particularly against the spirit of Jezebel. Did you know, beloved saints, that the spirit of Jezebel is a spirit that is designed to deceive the very elect of God? Did you know that the spirit of Jezebel has been assigned against God's prophets? The Bible tells us in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 4, how Obadiah, the servant of the Lord, he lived in the house with Ahab and Jezebel. He heard all the wicked conversations because he was the steward of Ahab. But yet the Bible tells us the Holy Ghost gave him heads up on the plan concerning the destruction of the prophets. And the Bible says in 1 Kings 18 verse 4 that he hid the prophets of God 100 of them by 50 in a cave and fed them with bread and water. Why? Because Jezebel wanted the murder of those prophets. You see, beloved saints, let me explain to you. The prophet Elijah was commissioned in his generation for one primary purpose. That was the purpose to challenge Jezebel and to bring down the prophets of Baal and to bring down the priests that ate at her table. I want you to know, dear people of God, today, just as the Bible says in Malachi chapter four, verses five and six, behold, I send you the prophet Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord. And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts 
of the children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. And the Bible tells us in the gospel, according to Luke, in the 15th chapter, when the angel Gabriel came to Zechariah and prophesied to him concerning the life of John the Baptist, he said, he will come in the spirit and in the power of Elijah. Now, beloved people, I want you to know there's an anointing. There is an anointing from heaven that God is giving you to challenge that Jezebel spirit. And you know what Jesus promises? He said in Luke chapter 10, I give you power over all power of the enemy to tread on serpents and scorpions. Serpents, that serpentine spirit that disguises itself, that looks one way, but is really another way. And the scorpion, what do the serpent and the scorpion have in common? Venom, venom that can kill. And I want you to know that when Paul was in the island of Miletus, a viper came out of the fire and fastened itself to his arm and he shook off the beast. Today, you're going to shake off the beast. Today, the Lord is equipping you to shake off the beast. Today, the mantle and the power that God promised for end times is coming on you to defeat, to destroy, and to annihilate the spirit of Jezebel in our midst. Now, beloved, we are going to go live to the service in your Belinda. And after we go live, we're going to come back. I'm going to pray for you. And we are going to release the anointing of God for your victory that has already been won by the blood of Jesus. Let's go live to the service and then I'll be right back. Hello, Sri Lanka to pick us up 13 hours. They had driven from their village to pick us up in Colombo. So we knew we can't stay in this hotel and we were tired. It was a nice intercontinental hotel. We wanted to just rest. They said, you got one hour. We said, all right, Lord. We got all dressed, barely made it, got into the van and went on the 13-hour journey with no rest all the way up winding roads to Batikalo. The people did not budge. They waited. They couldn't wait for us to get there. They sat there for hours waiting. The minute we got there, we started preaching. A church full of people. And all of a sudden, everyone started speaking in tongues and they were not baptized in the spirit prior to that. Hello, somebody. Why? Because the Holy Ghost fell on them that heard the word. 
There is something about hearing the word of God. There is something about hearing the word. And this was one of the methods of the miraculous that Jesus used. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 8, verse 16, he cast out devils with his word and he healed them that were sick. So that means the moment he started speaking, demonic spirits began to start manifesting. My husband, when we would travel to Indonesia, oh my goodness, we did a lot of campaigns in Indonesia. He'd start preaching. And all of a sudden, the whole place would start breaking out with manifestations, demonic spirits coming out of individuals. They'd have to be carried out of the room. They were being totally delivered. Why? Through the word of God. When the word of God was being spoken, I hope somebody understands what I'm speaking about here. So I want us to see, go with me to, go with me quickly to Luke chapter five, looking at verse 17. I want you to see, this is one of the great methods for the miraculous that Jesus used. The Bible says, and it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by and coming from Galilee and from every town and from Judea and the power of the Lord was there present to heal. How was the power of the Lord present to heal? Because he was teaching. <laughs> Say this with me, healing through hearing. So I want you to understand, dear child of God, this was one of the primary methods for the miraculous that Jesus used. And I want you to see, dear people of God, another method for the miraculous that we see in the life of Jesus that I want us to look at was that when he healed, oftentimes he cast out devils at the same time. Gospel, according to Luke, associates sickness, many of the sicknesses and infirmities with evil spirits. We see this in Luke chapter 13, the woman who was bowed over with a spirit of infirmity. The Bible tells us when Jesus went to heal her, he said, ought not this woman whom Satan hath bound lo these 18 years be free on the Sabbath day? I want you to look at Luke chapter eight, verse two. Luke is the one that teaches us that much of the healing that Jesus did in his methods for the miraculous, you see, he oftentimes healed with his word and other times he healed through casting a devil out of someone and they were healed physically. Notice what the Bible says here in Luke chapter eight, verse two. I want you to see it. The Bible shows us and certain women had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Notice how evil spirits and infirmities are in the same context. 
Certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, who out, he cast out seven devils. Seven devils of sickness. Seven devils of disease. Seven devils that crippled her body. You see. And so when we understand this association, and I want you to see, I want you to see how Jesus empowered his people. I want you to go and go with me to Acts chapter 19. And I want you to see what the Bible is going to refer to the casting out of, of diseases, the casting out of sicknesses associated with evil spirits. These are called special miracles. Special miracles. How many want to be used in special miracles? The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 19, verses 11 and 12, we are going to see one of the methods for the miraculous that Jesus used that Paul is also using. Oh my goodness. The Bible says God wrought special miracles by the hand of Paul so that from his body, his body was so anointed, so filled with the Holy Ghost that when he was under that anointing, people that were sick, would come, the Bible says, and they brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons and diseases departed from them. Now watch this. Notice how diseases are associated with evil spirits. The Bible says, and diseases departed from them and evil spirits went out of them. That anointing that was on Paul would also go to the handkerchiefs and to the aprons. And the shadow of Peter was so anointed that the shadow of Peter passing, people would place their sick, their couches, their beds in the passageway so that the shadow of Peter would fall upon them because the anointing was even in the shadow of Peter. Special miracles. Say this with me, mantled for the miraculous. Well, let me tell you something. If you want this kind of an anointing, you're gonna, we're going to have to be submitted. If we want this kind of an anointing, we're going to have to follow the Holy Spirit. If we want this kind of anointing, we're going to have to pay a price. And that price is sold out for God. That price is that we want the anointing more than we want anything else in this world. And we will pay any price for it. <laughs> Jesus wants you to pay that price. He wants you to know what he knew. He wants you to experience what he experienced. Jesus being so sensitive to the Holy Ghost that when 
Multitudes thronged him. He stopped and he looked around and he said, who touched me? And his disciples couldn't understand it. They said, Master, they're all thronging you. And you say, who touched me? And he looked because his spirit felt it before his body knew it. Before he identified the woman, his spirit already knew it. Who touched me? I felt virtue go out of me. You see, the Holy Spirit wants to get us to the point and Jesus wants to give us the greatest treasure. We're back. Thank you for joining us today. I want to pray for you. I believe today men and women of God that are being raised up in the body of Christ, you are being raised up to bring down every principality, every power, serpentine spirits, all of the power of the enemy has been given to you through our Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved saints, I want to share with you. Did you know, beloved, that the Lord Jesus Christ has given you a destiny and it is your destiny to take the strongholds down? The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And Lord, today in the mighty name of Jesus, we release the power of the Holy Ghost over these airwaves. I pray today, Lord, for my brothers and sisters to be so anointed. I pray today, Father, that you fully equip the church, fully furnish, and I release Proverbs chapter nine, verse one, over everyone that is viewing this telecast. In the name of Jesus, I call forth the anointing of Proverbs nine, verse one. The Bible tells us in Proverbs nine, verse one, that wisdom, the Bible says wisdom has builded her house. She has hewn out her pillars. The Bible says she has killed her beasts in the name of Jesus. Right now, God is anointing many of you with such wisdom and you are receiving that wisdom from the Holy Spirit because wisdom is a gift of the spirit. But you know what God is telling me? God is also telling me that there are pastors, there are men and women of God that have been so tried and so tested. You are in a battle, but it's not just the gift of wisdom that's operating through you because wisdom, the Bible says, has hewn out her seven pillars. The Bible says wisdom has builded her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has killed her beasts. The beasts are not the animal kingdom. The beasts are the beasts that come against you, just like the Bible tells us, beloved, 
The Bible tells us that viper fastened itself to Paul's arm. And the Bible says, first the Bible in Acts 28, verse 3, calls it a viper. But in Acts 28, verse 5, it calls it a beast. Why? Because it's a venomous creature. It is like the spirits that want to bring you down. But the Bible tells us wisdom has, has builded her house and wisdom has hewn out her seven pillars. She has killed her beasts. Here's what God is saying to me. Not only is the gift of the word of wisdom, which is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, operating and going to operate through someone on a job, someone else who has had a just a tremendous time of wondering what to do because the enemy has been attacking. The Holy Spirit is going to release the word of wisdom to you. But the attribute of wisdom, this is different in nature than the word of wisdom. The attribute of wisdom is a ruach. It is an anointing. It is an attribute that it comes from being filled with the Holy Ghost and being able to endure the trials, the tribulations. This is why the Bible tells us in the, the book of Isaiah, the 11th chapter, the Bible tells us in the second and third verse that the Messiah is going to be filled with the Spirit of God. And that character trait, that characteristic of being filled with the Spirit of God is being filled with the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of power, the Spirit of might, and all the seven attributes of the anointing. God wants you to know there's an attribute of wisdom that's being released right now into your life. And God, I give you praise right now that the power of the Holy Spirit is releasing the attribute of wisdom right now upon the anointing of God's people. And I release in Jesus mighty name, the power of the Holy Spirit to go forward in this end time. Now, beloved saints, I want to give you this opportunity to say, Lord Jesus, I need that wisdom. And I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. But maybe there is someone that's viewing this program today and you know about Jesus. You've heard about him your whole life, but you have never made him the Lord of your life. You know, beloved, there is a huge difference between knowing about Jesus and knowing Jesus. God wants you to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And beloved saints, he wants you to know that he is taking you into a journey that you are going to know him as you've never known him before. And you can receive Jesus Christ right now into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior. And you know how that can happen, beloved, by inviting him in. That's what happened to me. 
Back in the 1970s, in 1971, in February, one week before my 17th birthday. I want you to know, beloved saints, Jesus can keep you. He can heal you. He will be your best friend. He will be your closest companion. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will wash you clean from every sin. You can have a personal relationship with him right now. If you just invite him into your heart and say this prayer with me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Cleanse me from all sin. I renounce sin. I don't want the power of the wicked one to rule over my life anymore. There may be someone who's been involved, that's watching, that's been involved in a satanic type of network, and you need major deliverance. God is going to bring you that deliverance. And the first way to get that deliverance is by receiving him into your heart. You know, can I just say this? And I'm going to tell you, it's not from, it's not from anything psychic, anything of this world. It's just from walking with Jesus and walking in the love of God and being filled with the Holy Spirit. But I'm going to tell you, beloved, there is someone that is viewing right now. You've been suicidal. You want to take your life. You have, you are very, very thin. And there's somebody else who's been in a state of very deep depression. It is satanic in nature. And when you receive Jesus right now into your heart, that bondage is going to break off of your life. You're going to be free. The chains of bondage, because you've sought in many different things in your life. You sought many different avenues to bring you happiness and nothing worked. So just receive him right now. Say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my personal Lord and Savior. I want to turn my life over to you. I receive you into my life. Wash me clean from sin. Thank you, Jesus. I make you the Lord of my life. Now, beloved, as we come to the conclusion of this program, I also want to invite you to become part of our worldwide Hesed. That is Hesed for the poorest of the poor all over the world. We help pastors. Our burden right now is in India to persecuted pastors who are so very impoverished, who are not able to evangelize with the depths of evangelization since COVID hit India, one of the worst countries for COVID in the entire world. We are supporting pastors, indigenous pastors, to go forward out of their villages to evangelize Hindus and really absolutely risk their lives for the gospel. I invite you today to be part of worldwide evangelism, helping our pastors such as Pastor Silas, Pastor Moby, and so many others that God is using greatly for the glory of God. Also, you can be part of our work in Uganda, feeding children every single day, or our work in Pakistan with the marginalized church that is serving God 
even though they are living in daily threats of radical ideologies trying to pull down the work for the gospel. You can do this today. Help our global initiatives all over the world with giving to poor pastors, orphans, children in their daily feeding programs. Buy today sowing your seed with Hesed. That's You Can Sow Today online. Hesed, C-H-E-S-E-D. Text to give. That's C-H-E-S-E-D. And you can text it to 77977. Or go to our website and sew on PayPal at breathofthespirit.org. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. I'm Dr. Michelle Corral, and we'll see you very soon.